Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello, and welcome to episode two of Grown Up Kids. I'm Megan. And I'm Katie. And today we are being joined by Sarah Brookhart. Hello. Hi, Sarah. Thank you so much for having me, guys. This is usually my husband Peter's area of expertise, so I appreciate you guys asking me. Yeah, well, I know that Snow White is your favorite character, so I thought that it would be good to have you on for uh, our episode on Snow White. So, um, so little background on Sarah. Um, Sarah and I worked in Frontierland together. I know on the last episode we mentioned that both of us did Disney College programs. So did Sarah, and um, we got to work Splash Mountain, and that's so that's how we know each other. And then also, her and her husband do an awesome daily vlog. They moved it. They moved down to Florida from Chicago. So. They um, record all of their Disney adventures, which is really awesome to follow. It makes me feel like I live there, even though I don't. (laughs) Yeah, we live vicariously (laughs) through you, that's for sure. (laughs) We are always, like, just telling them, come on, you guys, you can move down here. You can can do the same thing. We're such bad influences. Um, But no, we love it. We go to the parks on a daily basis. People kind of, when they hear that, they're like, really? But um, yeah, we love it down Um, here. Yeah. We, every minute we love. My mom told me today on my lunch break that she wants to move to Florida. <gasps> That's half the battle. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. so <clears throat> we're ready with what? any advice. And I mean, you guys, you know the area. You're, you're pros. Well, last time we were down there, Peter was like, I, I know a guy. I can get a lease right now. A couple <laughs> hours. <laughs> He did say that, didn't he? (laughs) Um, So last week we gave you our Disney profiles. So anytime we have a guest on, we wanted to get their Disney profile for you so that you as our listeners can get to know them a little bit better as well. So Sarah. Because who knows? Sarah might be back. I don't know. We'll see how good she does today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How did did you get into Disney? It's kind of like a weirdly phrased question, but... So I'm kind of like Megan in this respect. I just basically grew up with an obsessed family. For some context, my dad had a Mickey Mouse tattoo, um, an entire basement filled with Disney, um, you know, memorabilia and whatnot. But for a little context of this episode, when I was young, I would put a bandana around my head and sweep with my little broom and sing someday my prince will come. And that is when Snow White became my favorite princess. Um, So it's just, you know, in my blood. Yeah. So this, you kind of just ruined this, but who's your favorite character? (laughs) No, I'm going to, I'm going to throw you for a loop here. I mean, it's actually kind of a typical one still, but I would say I recognize the most with Minnie Mouse. I feel like her fashion, um, I like that she is an equal to Mickey Mouse, even though obviously Mickey is the face of Disney. I feel like she holds her own and she has enough, like she has her own identity as a character, um. So I always, I've always loved Minnie Mouse. Her like strong personality, but her feminine side too. I love all her polka dots, mm-hmm. and she just got—I don't know if it's like installed yet, but she just got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Um, She's a fancy mouse. <laughs> what about your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Hercules. I um, nice. I went through a period of time where I would watch it every single day. I know all the words. Um, it's just that one that is ingrained in my brain forever. So, yeah, my favorite. Those are, like, the best songs to, like, just... Hercules just, has amazing music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, you could just, just belt it out at any given time for no reason. You know, so I posted on our Facebook group for people to... Well, somebody asked me to, like, make this post because they wanted to put, like, all of their answers to these questions. And Hercules is very popular. And I am surprised that Disney doesn't do more with it because of that. Like, I think it's super underrated. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that a Grease Pavilion at Epcot could be awesome with that. Yes. Um, I was also just talking with Peter the other day about the music that really, besides Meg, it's just the... um, 
goddesses. Of course, singing the whole, the goddesses, right. Like, imagine Hades having a song or, you know, like, there's no, like, villain song. Um, Yeah. But it's, like, amazing music, but just, like, so different, so iconic and recognizable. I've never thought of that before. Yeah, no villain song or anything. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's strictly just. Well, Meg just takes all of the uh, (laughs) good songs in that one. (laughs) She's got a good name, too. Um, how about your favorite park? And that can include California, because I know that you've been there as well. I, I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say Magic Kingdom. I think it's, it's obviously where we had worked together, so it has, like, a special place. It feels like, you know, work, and I felt such a connection to it there. Um, but also it's just every single park I feel like has something about it that, I just, it's like always number one, and then like the other three are are tied for me. Like I'm just, I'm in Disney World, that is. Um, yeah. So I'm kind of a purist when it comes to that. Well, I think we picked the same things, right? <laughs> you can't go wrong. I, well, I tied mine with Animal Kingdom. I just really love Animal Kingdom. So I think do it's. I. People don't give it enough time. Yeah. No. Well, they might now because of Pandora. Like I said, I I haven't. I actually have not longer. stepped foot in there since Pandora. It's yeah. been a while. We've never and seen I, it at night. I haven't been to Hollywood Studios since we lived down there. Oh my so goodness! We have to. Um, <laughs> we have to move. We, yeah, we Basically. have to go back. <laughs> I mean, I live here, and I still I haven't done everything. Like, yeah, there, people don't realize how much there is to do. I agree, here. especially with all the resorts. Ugh. I love it. Yeah, I love how you guys take the time to just do all those cool things at the resorts. Yeah, we Agreed. try to give that little insight. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. This is my turn. It's your turn. So last in the Disney profile, what, and if you can possibly narrow this down, would be your favorite Disney memory? I think I have two. I kind of have one as like a kid and one as an adult. Um as a kid would be when uh, my dad surprised my mom with a renewing of their vows. And we were like at the boardwalk, just going out to dinner. And we turned the corner and my entire family, like extended aunts, uncles, cousins, um, were there. And we were all like, that was the first time I'd been to a Disney park with anyone but just my family. And the wedding was awesome. And it was just like, like something that will never happen again. You know, like it's just like one of those like once in a lifetime things. So that's my favorite as a child. Um, I have a question about that really quick. Yeah. Did your dad tell you guys that your extended family was going to be there or did you guys just keep it from your mom? So my older sister, I mean, I was a sophomore in high school. Um, my older sister knew throughout the whole planning process. I knew maybe like a week or two before vacation and my little sister did not know at all. So she was kind of mad. <laughs> but I mean at the time she was in like I don't know, actually I went that was my sophomore year. It was my it was after eighth grade. So I was she was in elementary school still, so she didn't really trust her with such a big secret. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was just so funny, like my dad was like trying to convince my mom to like buy a sundress, like without giving it away. My mom does not like my mom does not wear dresses, like and it was just she was like, Why? And like a sundress is kind of like a weird I don't know. Who's, like, <laughs> just like a typical dad being like, You should gotta buy a sundress and she's like <laughs> That's so Those cute. casual couple hints. Maybe right. you wanna do this. <laughs> And then my, as an adult, I would say it's probably a tie between when Peter and I both got accepted to the Disney College program. Peter had never gone to Disney World before. Um, so knowing that we were, like, finally going to go um, and experience it all, that was, like, so incredible. And then when we finally moved down here later on, it, it was kind of, like, the same feeling, like, yeah, wow, we're going to do this. Um, so, yeah, that's, those are my faves. Okay, so um, today we will be discussing Walt's very first full-length animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. And I thought to kick this off, we could start with a fun little segment that we came up with called 30 Second Disney Dash, where each of us are going to take a turn at doing a summary of Snow White, and we are going to time ourselves, and we have 30 seconds. As soon as 30 seconds is up, you're cut off. Okay. This is what I'm most nervous about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good thing that we're getting it over with early. Can you like? Can we have like a winner as to who is the shortest? 
Ooh. No. What? It, what do you mean, no? <laughs> <laughs> it's an accomplishment if you finish it within 30 seconds, but I think that our listeners should decide who did the best summary. All right, fine. Listeners, Team Katie. <laughs> I'm going Team Sarah today because this is <laughs> this is like her movie. It's true. I'm, I okay. hope I do well. <laughs> I did rewatch it just to keep it fresh. I was actually like literally I had this movie on. And I swear I was not actually like watching the movie while I was driving. <laughs> but I had the movie on while I was driving home from work today. And I was listening to it mm-hmm. as I drove home just to like refresh again. Because we had watched it, like, super recently, and we just, like, didn't have time to watch it, like, within a day of recording this, like, we really want to for these in the future, but I listened to, like, 90% of the movie. So, who wants to go first? We won't make Sarah go, unless you want to. How about Katie? Because she's talking some some game. Oh, man, I don't <laughs> like that. The pressure. <laughs> no, I like it. Oh, man. I'm nervous. Me too. <laughs> I practiced Mine's with super Peter short. and he was like no <laughs> it was like a minute and a half <laughs> I'm just gonna do stopwatch so I'll stop it at 30 seconds alright All right. are we ready yeah three two one evil queen rules the land jealous of her stepdaughter super pretty girl meets Snow White evil queen hires, hires huntsman to kill Snow White he can't do it he sets her free she convinces seven dwarves to let her live with them apparently none of them have ever taken a bath evil queen finds out that Snow White ran away and is alive stay away from apples true love in the form of a prince saves the day boom <laughs> 19 seconds yes. oh my yes. words that was good Katie thank Dang. you thank you you deserve to All talk. right. Do you, want, do you want me to go next? I don't, but... <clears throat> yeah, we can do you next. Okay. Ooh, getting brave. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Three. Give her a little bit of a leg. What you, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Three, two, one. Evil Queen tells her magic mirror how much she hates Snow White. Snow White sings her life of optimism. You meet the prince. The queen plots to have the huntsman kill Snow White. He fails. She's free. The forest goes from scary to pleasant because animals show her the dwarfs who accept her. Queen finds out she's still alive, wants to kill her with a poison apple. They go from singing to a crime scene where Snow eats the apple. The dwarfs chase the queen and the prince kisses her and wakes her up. The end. Sunset. Oh, <laughs> How long did, did I go? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you were making me so nervous. I'm like, there's still so much left. How is she gonna do it? <laughs> I'm like sweating. <laughs> it's so funny that we find thrill in this. Like, <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready? nervous though. Oh, you I won't got look. It. Okay, I feel like ready? I was going faster and faster and faster. <laughs> I know you're like. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two, one. There's an evil witch who asks who is the fairest in the land. And surprise, it's not her. Snow White. It's Snow White. She, shoot. She sends the husband to go and kill her, and he can't do it, so he gives her a pig's heart and tells Snow White to run and hide. Snow finds the dwarves, cleans the cooks for them, and becomes their bestie. The witch finds out that she was lied to and comes after Snow with a poison apple. Snow eats it, sort of dies, and then is saved by the prince. 20.23. <laughs> Katie wins it, though. I only win by timing. You guys put way more. Megan with only done. a few extra seconds, so I'm... I'm very impressed. As soon as I messed up, I'm like, ah! <laughs> I'm going to run out of time. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's, Whew, so that's over with. Yeah. <sighs> now Alrighty. we can have fun. We can relax. <laughs> <sighs> oh, God. Okay. So, I wanted to give some fun little history facts about Snow White, because I know that there's going to be lots of, like, fun sprinkled facts for, like, all of Walt's movies, because... He's the bomb. So, um, <laughs> and his, his, hand, his hand was so heavy in this yeah. production, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, so Snow White premiered at the Carthay Circle Theater on December 21st, 1937. Um, I wow. cannot believe that this movie is that old. Like, I, I know. They just it celebrated. It just blows my mind. They had that big celebration at Saks Fifth Avenue in New York for the 80th. Yes. 80th. That's crazy. The Bucket List family was there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, so it was not only a success commercially with money, it was also critically a success. People really liked it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're in 2018 and people still talk about it and watch it. So um, it's inter- go. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, with international earnings. It made eight million dollars during its initial release. And I I think that that's adjusted for um, like today's dollar. Like as like- if you're. Yeah. Yes. Well, I inflation. There yeah. we go. That's the word I was looking um, for. Originally, it had a budget of this isn't like with inflation of two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they ended up spending a million dollars, and that was in the thirties. <laughs> so yeah, that sounds like Walt. He ran into <laughs> so does. many issues with the banks. Um, they like refused him money until they saw something, and yeah, like he still sold them, and we have Snow White. So yeah, obviously it was. He was not, I mean, okay, like, clearly I can't criticize him because, like, look at what he created, but he was not the best when it comes to money. No. (laughs) Well, that's why they say Um, there's, like, a Walt and a Roy. It's, like, almost the same thing as, like, a type A, B personality. It's Right. Like, one of my favorite stories is how Walt waited for Roy to go out of town to put, like, 24 karat gold on the castle in Disneyland. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Um, Walt is after my own heart, man. I can't hold on to money either. (laughs) So after this movie premiered, though, for a brief time, it was it held the record of highest grossing sound film um, at that time, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. For a cartoon. Yeah. And uh, this doesn't surprise me, um, but Roy Disney, who, if anybody doesn't know, is Walt's brother and his business partner, and also his wife Lillian, tried to talk him out of doing Snow White. They didn't think that it was going to work. They were like, who's going to watch a full-length animated film? Like, it just didn't seem like a thing that people would like. But clearly, they were very wrong. And I think, too, a lot of people, they had never seen a full-length animated feature before. People were worried about how people were going to react in the theater, if they were going to get sick from the cartoon. (laughs) Like, they weren't sure. I remember reading that. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, the 30s, you know. But. Yeah. That's so funny. I could picture myself being one of those people. You would be. <laughs> you and your anxiety. I yeah. love you. I love you too. Um, he also had to mortgage his house in order to help finance the film's oh production. Gosh. As Sarah said, it cost over a million dollars. And Snow White is the first Disney princess. Anne is the first fictional female character with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Go Snow. Yeah. So... I think, too, another big thing was um, that it used, like, the multiplane camera. That was the first mm-hmm. full-length thing uh, or full-length film. Like, the shorts had used it, but it was, like, the first full-length feature that used it. And then it was also yeah. the first motion picture to have a soundtrack, which, like, how important are soundtracks to movies today? You know, I feel yeah, like it's yeah. crazy. So but actually, um, if anybody listens to the other podcast that Katie and I are on Swish and Flick. We just talked about our time at the celebration of Harry Potter, and we went to a panel on the importance of a soundtrack. The importance of a soundtrack in the film, and it was about how they're now doing these movie showings where they have a live orchestra playing the Harry Potter music, like along with the movie. And they showed us a clip of the film with no music, and it was so weird. It was so awkward. I was like, no, this isn't, like, it doesn't give you the same emotions, nothing. Like, I can't even imagine. Like, you're just watching this picture, and you have, like, no feelings whatsoever. Yeah, it's (laughs) crazy. Um, Yeah, no, it's important. I thought that we could talk about who played Snow White, because, like, her story is kind of interesting. Um. Totally. Yeah, her name is Adriana Casalotti. Did I say that right? Casalotti? Yeah, Casalotti. Maybe? Yeah. Um, So she was cast as the voice of Snow White, and Walt didn't really let her do anything else beyond that. I mean, it wasn't like really like she was banned from doing anything. He was like, no, Snow White's voice cannot be heard anywhere except Snow White. Yeah. He and like, he wanted just, it to be like remain true or like to protect the integrity of the character. It's um, like his thing at the parks with show, you mm-hmm. know, 
where yeah but i mean uh, she has such a unique voice like i don't really know what else she would have been good at doing we will never know because she wasn't allowed she did do a very small part in the wizard of oz like as Mm -hmm. a background oh really character or something huh I read that in here. But the other thing Oh, she plays Juliet during the Tin Man's song. So, like, literally has one speaking line. (laughs) And it's, like, another really high voice. Yeah. Um, But she was never, like, had hard feelings about it. Like, in any interview you see, it wasn't like, he made me do this. Like, it's kind of interesting. (laughs) Like, she sort of, she agreed. And she, like, took so much pride in being Snow White that it was, like... That's good. Because... you could that's something that you could have been pretty bitter about yeah. as a voice actor if you totally. wanted to be. Um and then she became a Disney legend in 1994. So, she was the first female voice actor named to be a Disney legend. What's a wow. Disney legend? I don't know. Can, I <laughs> think I think they like yeah, they like nominate them. There's oh, like wow. a certain amount every year. Yeah. And then I think at like the studios or something they they have little plaques or whatever. Oh um, yeah, the D twenty three. Oh they're yeah, they're um awarded at the D twenty three expo. Cool. I yeah, just want I know, a point. Go ahead. I know that not that she was hurting for money necessarily, but because <sighs> she didn't have much of a career, it's really common to get autographs from her. Like if you were mm. to go on eBay and just search, I know that um I know a a handful of people that have them, actually. Um, That's awesome. So, like, she was trying to get money, and obviously, like, it's a big piece of memorabilia. Yeah, for sure. I love collecting autographs. It's, yeah. You want to know a cool autograph? I think you might know that we have a a Walt Disney autograph on um, an original cell from Snow White. So that's so awesome. Yeah. It's so cool. It's so treasured. But it's not mine and Peter's, it's my family's. Yeah, whenever we were in um Disneyland on our vacation last year, they had a they had a check that was like framed that was signed by Walt. Mm-hmm. It was so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> could like, buy it if you wanted. It was like it's just a check. Like it's mm-hmm. not even cool. <laughs> Those How are funny is it that you can buy a check, though? Yeah. yeah. Like, if you go to philsears.com, he's a big Disney memorabilia. Hmm. There's always checks. It's probably just common. That's probably, like, one of my top things to obtain at some point in my life is, like, some version of a Walt Disney autograph. <laughs> probably will never happen, but maybe. Before we move on, I want to point out how much oh, yeah. Adriana looks like Snow White. To me, I don't know. I swear, like, he didn't just hire her for her voice. She was based off of her or something. <laughs> well, did she, like did she have to do, like, the whole acting out thing like the girl for Alice did? Like, because I know that in other movies, right. he did do that where, like, he had them act out parts so the, the animators could Sometimes it was the same person, watch. but sometimes the, like, model wasn't the same as the voice. I've seen her in a Snow White costume, actually, our... Um, our autograph is a picture of her, like, dressed up as snow. Um, so you never know. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Because I know, like, a, like, in a lot of the more modern movies, sometimes you can tell that the animation is kind of based off of, like, the voice actor. Like, yeah. I don't, like, Elsa, to me, looks like... Adina Menzel, but with blonde hair, you know? But, like, she has some characteristics of Adina Menzel. A lot of, like, I think DreamWorks, I think they actually do it on purpose. Yeah. I think it's fun. I like that. Yeah. But that's the other company, so we won't talk about them. (laughs) Um, So up next, we wanted to do some character profiles on important characters. Um, Did... Did either of you guys have any others that you wanted to add to this list or no? We're just going to stick with these. I I did want to talk a little bit about Doc. Maybe when we get to the other dwarfs. Okay. You want to start Okay. With? Um, so we wanted to start with Snow, obviously, because she's pretty important. <laughs> um, and Snow White, like the story in general, is uh, is based off of the Grimm, Brothers Grimm fairy tale. Um, so that was like... I mean, like, she exists beyond just this yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, okay, so Snow... <laughs> White, obviously, is a princess. Um, She's 
according to the mirror, the fairest in the land. And now, does that just mean she's like super awesome or like literally fair, like pale? It, I think or it just bold. means pretty. Yeah. They, they use it as the term of like being the prettiest. Got it. Right. Or like the most like sought after. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then she's described by the mirror as having hair as black as ebony and lips as red as rose, skin as white as snow. And he says that, and that's all he says, and immediately the evil queen is like, oh, Snow White. Like <laughs> 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 She just knows immediately. I think, um, I think the dramatic... Um, like reactions in this movie are like awesome. Like <laughs> there's so, so many gifts out there. Like the internet age has just taken this movie and destroyed yeah, like the evil it. queen's hair turning into oh white. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like one of my favorite gifts of all time. I like oh the gosh. one where she's like when she's um, disguised and she's going down in that trap door. <laughs> <laughs> it like fits yeah. so many things. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so in the beginning of the movie, she's seen in her rags, which is like the brown dress with like the cream colored top and brown skirt. I actually really love that outfit. I don't know why yeah. I do, but like, that's one of my favorite looks of snow for some reason. I, I like it better than her iconic, like blue, red, yellow dress. I don't know why. <laughs> I think you like the, like if you Disney bound it, I don't know if you've ever, just for the listeners that you take the color palette of a of a Disney character and you wear it to kind of emulate that character mm-hmm. like that with like the little pop of blue, like I think is prettier than like creating. Yeah. A, you know, same thing. Like you said, like, yeah. I, like, I like it better too. It's like, yeah. <laughs> and, um, so like in terms of her characteristics, like with her personality, she's known to be innocent, kind, gentle, sweet, and cheerful and trusting. Um, obviously she's trusting if she, goes into a house in the middle of the woods and just <laughs> decides to clean it up for them and then sleep there. And eat an apple. And eat an apple from, from a, a random old lady. It's like she, um, she just thinks the best of everybody. Like, yes. It's all right. It's mm-hmm. okay. I like here also that it points out that like she's sensitive and soft-spoken, but she also can be energetic and stern at the same time. Yeah. Like she has many aspects of her personality that shine through in different parts of the movie. Yeah. Um, I think she gets a lot all, of flack too, just because she is the first. She's a little bit more meek than, say, yeah. more adventurous princesses. But like you said, like she has so many different um, qualities. Whether that's like just an optimistic life. Like if you think of yeah. the song with a smile and a song, she literally was just tried. Like she was someone tried to kill her, and she's <laughs> like, you know what? This is fine. You're the one that can fill the world with sunshine like she I don't know it's like she has an optimistic way of life and like we said thinks the best of people I like the last so like we're I'm just pulling this from Wikipedia just so anybody if anybody wants to go and like read more into her character but I really like the ending sentence where it says she also shows great resilience and an inner strength against adversity yeah So, you know, just to, like, pull good qualities of her, because, yes, I mean, especially, like, in this day and age, too, she's kind of, for some people, looked down upon, you know, like, Mm -hmm. oh, is the typical princess female figure that is going to do the... All she cares about is him coming to save her. Exactly. But you're right, Um, she deals with so much, and she's still optimistic. And I think it's unfair to compare her to, like... Merida or Moana or something (laughs) like that, who are just like total polar opposites. Um, But what I like about all of the Disney princesses is that there is a princess for everybody, you know? So some people just really love this character and that's fine. So the evil queen who is one of like, the favorite villains. I mean, Maleficent, I think, is like hands down the favorite villain across the board for a lot of people. But I think the Evil Queen is up there too. She's bad. She just wants to kill she's someone because like, she's pretty. Like, please, <laughs> exactly. <Yeah>. It's just <laughs> so like she harsh. she never shows any sort of empathy whatsoever. It's literally yeah. just the entire time is. I think she's like one of the. She's like the ringleader. I feel of the villains when they show them all together. She's like yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you can be bad. You can do this. <laughs> <laughs> or as she sings in the Halloween parade at Magic Kingdom, it's good to be bad. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Don't get uh, that song stuck in my head. It's already stuck in my oh. head because I thought of it. I'm sorry. It's good to be bad. It's good to be bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I had no idea that she like legitimately has a given name. I always just knew of her as the evil queen. What is it? But she's <laughs> Queen Grimhild. Oh. They don't give me a phonetic spelling, so I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it's G-R-I-M-H-I-L-D-E. Hmm. Grimhilda? Grimhild? I don't know. Grimhild? Is that Grimhild? from the original fairy tale, or is that like a Disney-given name? Just because I feel like sometimes things just kind of come up. Like They say like the prince's name is... Ferdinand, but it's never right. by Disney. You know, like, yeah. unless it's from the original, then. It just really says cool. here, the evil queen, also known as the wicked queen, or just the queen, and sometimes instead identified by her given name as Queen Grimhild, is a fictional character who appears in Walt Disney Pictures' first animated feature film, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Cool. Huh. If anyone knows so. if that's straight from Brothers Grimm or something. Yeah, if anybody knows background on that, hit us up. Tell us. Um, so her characteristics are not really well, the best. We know she isn't fair. <laughs> She's not the She's fairest. Not the fairest. Of the land. She used to be. <laughs> this Until is true. Snow White one day. Maybe if she wasn't so evil. Um, I like that. So they say that this version of a classic fairy tale character is like very well received by film critics and the public and is considered one of Disney's most iconic and menacing villains. I think for the reasons that we already stated, like she has no remorse for anything that she's done. She doesn't, um, she doesn't really have any good qualities. <laughs> yeah. Also, she's like, not just kill this girl, bring me her heart, Car- <laughs> carve out like, her heart and put and it like in this she's gonna pretty keep box. It and yeah. Right. You know. And you know, honestly, I think that, um, for anybody who watches Once Upon a Time, I think that they do a really good job at portraying her on that show. Like, yeah. I love the more, like, in-depth background that we get on her in that show. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, think, I think a lot in this movie, they really don't do much backstory for anyone. The dwarfs. Yeah. You know, besides, you know like, it's she, they're all kind of on the surface level, so, like, what I was wondering, like, do you think the people of the kingdom know she's evil? Do they know that Snow White is there as this scullery maid? Like, it's interesting to think about, like, is this just in her closed doors, that, talking to her mirror, that she is so evil? Yeah, really. Know. Yeah, well, because, again, like, going back to Once Upon a Time, not everybody at first really knows how evil Regina is. But then it comes out, obviously. But they don't, yeah. And like, honestly, there's really not that much information on her. It's just, you know, what we see in the in the movie. She's she bad, evil. Hence her name. Yeah. Um. So the dwarves. I wanted to touch on a couple of the dwarves. The the super the most popular ones, I guess. So grumpy. 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 (laughs) Grumpy was a character who, as a child, I didn't obviously fully catch on to everything that he was so grumpy about (laughs) until I watched the movie when I was older. Do you relate more to Grumpy now as an adult? (laughs) No. I know, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I was texting them, like, his one-liners earlier, like, (laughs) women is evil. <laughs> he has an extreme distrust for women at the beginning of the film. So much that I mean he so like the dwarves know that the evil queen is evil because That's he true. has he has this belief that all women possess black magic and have wicked <laughs> intentions and um it states that it, that's likely that he probably came to believe that because of hearing stories about the evil queen. Oh. Um, so maybe the, the townsfolk do know that she's Yeah, weird. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But because of his fear of women and distrust of women, he initially is super against letting Snow White stay with them. Um, I mean, she's kind of a complete stranger. Can you, she can does you totally just barge in <laughs> on them. Kidding. I mean, I totally agree with that. <laughs> she doesn't kidding. give them much of an option. 
And like they um, kind of like their dirty house. They're kind of like, what? Yeah, they're like the a little offended. Yeah. <laughs> At first they thought their dishes got stolen because they're they like, like, <laughs> must never get put away. <laughs> So that was cute. Um, but, like, he just does everything in his power to go against Snow White throughout, the, like, the entire beginning of the film. So much as, like, he refuses to wash his hands before dinner. Um, and that, that scene is so funny. Yeah. But he's just super stubborn. And, like, obviously, yes, there are parts of Grumpy that I agree with in terms of, like, I'm just stubborn sometimes. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> it's in my blood. I can't help it. <laughs> I'm a Taurus too. Um, it's funny though. I feel like he almost has the most dynamic like character growth because mm-hmm. he does, you know, turn and love Snow. Snow, I think one of the iconic lines is like, Grumpy, you do care. Yes. Like, <laughs> I know. He's probably like the, the person that, I don't know, grows the most during it. I agree with that. Yeah, because, it, you know, he clearly has a soft spot for her, even when he's, like, trying to be stubborn, I think. Like, you can almost tell yeah. he wants to give in, but he's just doing it to be grumpy, <laughs> you know? Um, and she's making the pie for him when the evil hag comes with the poison apple. Like, mm-hmm. they have a special little bun. And then he kind of becomes, like, the leader of the mission to rescue her. Right. Like yeah. he like takes that on. So, yeah, I um, I like his character growth. I don't I don't like his character in the beginning for <laughs> obvious reasons, but he comes around and that's really what matters. So, right. Good old Dopey is next. Dopey is hilarious. Yes. <laughs> and I think he's like there's so many iconic things about Dopey like the diamonds in his eyes like that's such mm-hmm. an iconic scene um, the kiss on the head is like in so many snow globes <laughs> and you know like yes. I feel like he's kind of become like everybody's favorite but mm-hmm. I think his humor is just hilarious I've actually heard him compared to a dog like he has dog like yeah. qualities yeah. he doesn't <laughs> talk and he you know kind of does like goofy absent-minded things that just makes you love him. That's a really great point. I like the comparison to a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's considered the youngest of the dwarves. Mm-hmm. And apparently in pre-production, like early stages of pre-production for Snow White, he was just called the seventh. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a name at first. Um, but then like each dwarf was constructed like, as they were constructed, they, like, kind of took on their personalities, and that's whenever his name came about. Um, he, his, like, personality and role weren't really finalized until pretty late in the process, so that's I guess they didn't... funny that he's just so iconic now. Yeah, and, it was and he was kind blast. of, like, I mean, I don't want to say an afterthought, but, like, they didn't know what they wanted him to be until it was pretty close to, like, go time. Cool. Um, so I think that that is a cool little fact. And then he, for his personality, it says, Dopey is often the butt of the other dwarves' jokes, and his silly, playful actions often annoy Doc and Grumpy. Um, it says here, the pompous Doc. I don't, I've never seen Doc I've as never pompous. Seen Doc is super pompous. I don't know. I guess, but... Sarah disagrees. No, no, no. I think he has, like, because his name is Doc, and this was kind of what I wanted to touch on him when we talked about other characters. We can can segue to Doc here if you'd like to. He is the leader. You know, you think doctor. He's wearing glasses. He's, like, the wisest, the leader. But he's always messing up his words. He's always getting things messed up. I feel like it's – I feel like he tries to be pompous, but maybe he's just as normal or even a little bit on the more That's true. goofy side. Yeah, because he can never, like, get out what he wants to say. <laughs> or he, like, right. mixes words But he's, like, supposed around. to be yeah. wise. Right. So maybe it's all an act. Yeah, maybe he just feels pressured to be the leader of the group. Yeah. I like Doc. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you guys, who is your favorite dwarf? I... I think it's Dopey. He's just so cute. Mm-hmm. And I love, yeah, I love, like, the scene with the diamonds in his eyes. And then that makes me think of 
the mine ride at Magic Kingdom and that yeah. part in the ride is just like so cute. I love when he they're like going to wash and they're all in the, the line and he just walks straight into the closet with his arms. <laughs> <laughs> like, like there's no purpose. There's no like joke. It's literally just him being like walked straight into the closet. Like that's it's like my kind dopey. of humor. It's my kind of humor. And yeah. I like literally crack up every time. I don't think I've ever had a favorite one, and I never would have said this before today, but I guess Grumpy, I kind of like how you guys have talked about him today. How he changed? Yeah, how he changes, and then, I mean, he helps save the day. Well, you like Megan so much, so. (laughs) (laughs) She's pretty grumpy. (laughs) Oh, geez. I'm just kidding. No, I'm joking. This I was just saying how you had called yourself stubborn. Oh, um, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I have always um, related to Bashville just being a, like a shy person. Oh, my person. God. Story of my life. Yeah. So I feel like I've always like I liked Bashful. I like his colors, too. I like the like the goldenrod and turquoise combo. Yeah. I, don't know. I love Bashful. when he twiddles with his beard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I do like him a lot, too. I honestly haven't, so like in terms of like the princess movies, Snow White and Sleeping Beauty are probably the two that I've watched the least. So I feel like I have like the least amount of opinions on the movies. And it's not that I don't like them per se. It's just that like my princess movie wasn't Snow White. So it's just like one that like I liked and I watched, but not nearly as much as... Um, I'm excited for when you watch Sleeping Beauty again, because it's another like really funny movie. It's been it's been a really long mm-hmm. time. Um, so, who is it? Fauna, the green. Um, mm-hmm. The oh green. My God. Oh my is God. she the She's grumpy one? Fun. No, that's Meriwether. Oh, Meriwether. Okay. <laughs> oh, I know. Fauna, she's like the leader kind of, right? I think Flora is the leader. Fauna is the green one. The like, she's oh, like okay, more okay. absent-minded. She's kind of like, Got she it. makes the she, cake. She's Yes, yes. That was like my, my little sister's favorite. So I feel like I've watched that a lot. Um, but I'm excited to hear you when you Yeah, I'm excited it. to watch it again because it's been, it's been a, it's been a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... My Do we one, want to go ahead? Sorry. My last thing about the dwarfs is like, are they brothers? Are they friends? Mm. Are yeah. Like, how I feel old like, are they? Oh, I have a question about I them too. I feel like they're friends. I don't know why. That's kind of what I always assumed, though. It's like Did funny because like their names are. I mean, it's just goofy that they're named after their characteristics to begin with. So like. You don't want to be like, oh, it was the same mom who decided their names because it is just a a cartoon. Katie, do you have an opinion on the dwarves? I want to know what they do with all the gems. Yeah. No, I was going to. Do you have an opinion on if they're friends or brothers? Oh. (laughs) Um, I'll say friends. Yeah, roommates for sure. I'll say friends. I don't think they're related. Maybe they just like found this grouping of dwarves and we're like we gotta band together you know yeah. even though they're not related yeah we gotta do this and mining the, for no reason dopey's the only one without a beard right yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that's like a, a common trivia like what dwarf doesn't have a beard that is true <laughs> disney trivia is so fun um you were gonna ask something else oh yeah what do they do with all the gems they just they dig all day and then it's time to go home they don't wash up when they go home. <laughs> they don't clean anything. Right, like, what do they do? Who, that's like, it's like, again, like a surface level. It's kind of like <laughs> right. something that we like didn't question as kids. And now it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Never would have been a thought. You right. Know? And now it's like maybe. But now like because we're so used to it, it's not super weird. Like you're not like dying to know, but. Right. Just yeah. a thought, you know. <laughs> Those random things you're like, oh, what do they do? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they work. Maybe they have to, like, give all that to the queen. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. We need a sequel. 
(laughs) (laughs) There probably is one. No, there was, like, talks of one, but it got canceled. Or there was a prequel or something that, like, focused on the dwarves, but then it, like, never went to production. Did you guys ever see, like, the knockoff Snow White cartoons growing up? I've heard of it, but I've, I've, like, heard of some, but I've never watched any. Okay, there's one that I loved, and it was called Happy... I think it was Happily Ever After, or maybe just Happy Ever After. Now I don't even know it, but the dwarfs were all girls. Ooh. And one is called Thunderella, and she's (laughs) afraid of thunderstorms. Oh, my God. And I was afraid of thunderstorms as a kid. I was terrified of thunderstorms. That's so funny. She she has her own song, and I'll find it and and tell you that. Yeah, you have to to send it to me. I want to watch it. (laughs) People add it to we the never queue. had it. Yeah, we never had it on VHS, and it's we just got it at like Blockbuster or whatever. But I had a handful a of movies like that too that we would just <laughs> rent all the time, and I don't know why. We probably spent more money renting them than if we were to just buy them. <laughs> the good old days before. <laughs> um. So. Do we want to each go around and say our favorite parts of the movie? And it can be one or all three of these, but I put like possibly a favorite character from the movie, a favorite scene, and then like a favorite theme or takeaway from it. Sure. Sure. Who wants to go first? Do you want me to go first? I can go first. (laughs) Okay, I'll go first. Um, Favorite character, I think that it's the magic mirror. Ooh, that's Whoa. good. Huh? I just think that, like... Do you like his deep, ominous <laughs> voice? He's like the DVD menu, and it, like, haunts <laughs> my dreams. <laughs> you know when you, like, leave the menu on for too long, and it's just, like, playing in the other room? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I really like him because, like, he guides the whole story. Like, he he's a, he's a minor role, but, like, plays a huge role in the actual storyline, you know? I think you're the only person to ever say that your favorite character from Snow White is Samir. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Well, I feel like I can't pick Snow because, like, everybody picks Snow. And, like, her voice does annoy me sometimes. So, like, I can't (laughs) say that she's my favorite because, like, there are parts of her that annoy me. So, the magic mirror, why not? Um, I like it. Favorite scene is... The when you see the dwarves for the first time mining, it's just like there's so many iconic scenes, like shots in that scene, like them walking over that yeah. log with like all seven of them, and then like they're all gone, and then Dopey's like running behind. Like I just love like that whole that whole scene, and the song is good. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite theme is. I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's Terrible a bad thing. answer. That's, that's a bad answer. It's just, I was going to say that, like, I guess my my favorite, like, takeaway. Ooh, no, you know that's what? A takeaway. That's ooh, a no, takeaway. no, no. Hold on, hold on. I just thought of something. My favorite thing about this movie is that there are points in it where you can tell that Walt was trying to just be educational in terms of, like, some stuff that he was showing. And, like, because, you know, he knows that this is going to be, like, a kid's movie. Mm-hmm. So I loved the one scene, and it's in the beginning, but she's, like, talking to the animals in the woods. And he purposefully directs your attention to, like, three different types of animals and, like, explains to you how they live in the forest. Yeah. like. She looks up at the birds and is like, I'm not going to fit in a nest. So then it's like teaching kids that birds live in a nest. And then there's like the little animals on the ground. How she's like, well, I can't go into your like burrow or whatever she says. I don't know. But I just love that like he just incorporated that into the movie without like you even thinking about it. That's cute. Yeah. I like that. See, I had something. I had something. (laughs) (laughs) It was just deep in your brain. (laughs) How about you, Sarah? I would, this is kind of uh, a cop out for favorite character, but I love the footage of Walt acting out the scenes. So, like, I want to say, like, Walt as the evil hag. Like, I feel like there's, <laughs> there's like, this footage, and he's, te- like, he's telling people the story, and he, like, is so, 
like excited and for the longest time they put the audio of the witch over the footage of Walt and I thought Walt was the voice of the witch until like I want to say last year like I'm not even joking you um so I I think I like Walt acting out everything because he was just like so I don't know so passionate about it so excited for yeah it. Um, I like that answer it's fine and I think, mm-hmm. yeah I do I really do like the the hag character I think she's she just has so many like you said like iconic things that she's yeah you think of um God, on the ride, though, on the oh, mine yeah. train ride, when you come around and she's at the door, <laughs> me and, like, the first time me and Meg rode that, because she, like, laughs and cackles, and it uh-huh. scared us, and, like, yeah. now every time we laugh, but it's really creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the animatronics inside the cottage are from the Snow White Scary Adventures that used to be in Magic Kingdom? I did. I think I, think I did. Yeah. I think yeah. that's so cool. I love the that. little, like, touch of... Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss that ride. Yeah, another touch of Snow White that they have in the parks is where where the ride used to be is now the Fairy Tale Hall where you meet the princesses and they have like a big snow storybook in the middle Ooh. of it. That I didn't you know, know that. Kind of given like a yeah, it's cool. It's like in German. Um, what were the other things? That if I'm, you had like a favorite theme or takeaway, oh, I really well my actual my favorite scene is I really like the yodeling, like what you were actually just talking about. Um, I think it shows like all the personalities so well. And um, Mm -hmm. I like when Grumpy is mad (laughs) and he like just like slams on the keys. Um, (laughs) It's just, and it goes into someday my prince will come. And I feel like you wouldn't necessarily believe that the dwarfs and Snow White were really friends without that scene. Um, it kind of like grows like in a short period of time, like shows that their relationship was genuine and heartfelt and stuff. So I think that that, that's like, I like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And as far as theme, I think that I like to look on the bright side. I like to just be like, move forward, like whatever is going to happen is going to happen. So take it as it is and move forward. So I think that that, that's a good, that's like the overall Mm-hmm. Snow White theme. It's generic and boring, but no, I like it. Yeah. So I guess my favorite character again, which is really weird, because I, I've honestly only seen this movie. You don't want to know the shameful Ooh. amount of times Katie has seen some Disney movies. I've maybe seen this movie like one and a half times. Two let's be times, oh like two times. Yeah. <gasps> Which is really weird. I mean, my family, we like, obviously we liked Disney, but like not the princess movies. Katie is not a girly girl no. in any way, shape, or form. And my like mom, a 90s kid, like Renaissance movies. Yes. So yeah. like Aladdin, Lion King, like mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. Um, so I just didn't watch them. And my, I don't think my mom cared for them. So it's not like they were in the house. You know I what think I mean? that there might be some that like you haven't seen either that we're going to discover as we do this. Yeah. That's awesome. Because like you are such a Disney, there's so many different definitions of Disney fanatics mm-hmm. and yeah. like you might even appreciate things that you already appreciate that much more because you know mm-hmm. more about it. Exactly. Yeah. I agree. But so I'm going to say I'm going to take away uh, Grumpy being my favorite character because I like you how like he changes. You like the woman hater? No, I like <laughs> how he changes. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> you like the end result, Grumpy. Yes, I like how he evolves. That's fine. Uh, my favorite scene would be like the washing scene when they're like, Brr. it's hilarious. <laughs> Can you do I like- that again? <laughs> <laughs> you got to that- make the motion. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Dax starts it off, he's like, now don't get excited. (laughs) (laughs) I know, like, it's just soap. It's okay. And I like how they all try to hide from her that they like, they're like, yeah, we're all clean. And they all try to hide their hands behind their back. And they all turn a little bashful then. And then Um, they throw Grumpy in. Yes. (laughs) And um, I don't know about theme. I guess kind of like what Sarah said is like, You can be resilient, you know, and still be, like, cheerful and sunny about it, you know? Like, the world can do cruddy things to you, but you don't have to let it turn you cold. Yeah. Like the evil queen. You don't have to be the evil queen. You could be Snow White. 
be Snow White in a world of evil queens. <laughs> <laughs> this episode title. I think that's the episode title. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so, I don't know if this is really a different question, I guess, than your favorite, like, theme or takeaway. I, uh, I guess. answer, though. Okay, but I'll word it a little differently and say, what does this movie mean to you? I don't have an answer for that. I have an answer for takeaway. Okay. What <laughs> what does this movie mean to you, or what did you take away from it? Like, what's its impression? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that one. Am I going? Well, you said you had an answer, so. <laughs> so I'll admit something, and Sarah, don't judge me until after I finish speaking. What I I never, I never liked Snow White. She was my least favorite princess. <laughs> I thought she was very annoying. And then all of a sudden we decided to do this and I watched it again and I had no idea why I thought those things. Maybe because I'd only seen it one other time. But, you know, I don't know. I have a new appreciation for her, especially listening to the way you speak of her. And, like, you know, if you think about it, she went through all these terrible things and she's still just, like, sunshine and daisies, you know? Like, it's all good. I'm just going to keep on keeping on because what else am I going to do about it? Yeah. I can't just sit here and pout. And she, like, it's funny, like, now... Her look, like, was iconic, like a typical flapper hairdo. But, like, now she's got, like, black hair, short hair. You know, it's not, like, the stereotypical princess that, like, mm-hmm. has come after that, even though she was the first yeah. princess. It's kind of a cool, yeah, unique yeah. thing about her, too. But now I super appreciate her, so. Wow. I, I yeah. <laughs> I will I'm admit so that <laughs> Snow was probably tied with Sleeping Beauty for my uh, least favorite princess, which is one of the reasons why I asked you to come on, actually, Mm -hmm. Sarah, because I wanted... Look at those death threat looks. (laughs) (laughs) Throwing daggers at you. (laughs) I I wanted there to be a difference of opinion on the podcast. So, Mm -hmm. but... Actually, before recording, when you were when we were texting about this um, about this, and you were like explaining some things about Snow, I was like, you know, I never looked at her that way. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, I've seen Snow. I don't know how many times I've seen Snow White because I was one of those kids that literally that literally had. Just a Disney movie on, like, every day, and it alternated. Like, I watched Snow a ton of times, even though she wasn't my favorite. I still watched it because I loved it, um, just not as much as others. So, like, it's not like I hated it or, like, didn't like her. It's just that she wasn't my favorite. Um, And she's, you know, honestly, she's still not my favorite. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, Snow White is now my favorite (laughs) princess ever. But... (laughs) I didn't change you (laughs) But at the, you know, with that, I also never really looked at her as resilient in any way until, like, actually delving into, like, her character and discussing her. And I never viewed her as... Um, somebody who, like, just took the evil out of what was going on in her life and made everything positive. But, like, that's totally true, and I don't know why I never viewed it that way or viewed her that way. I didn't realize how strong she was. Yeah, exactly. I was one of those people that viewed Snow as, like, oh, she's one of those princesses. (laughs) You know? Well, it's like her song is about the prince. I'm wishing. Yeah. You know? I mean, she's, like, hopeful for the future. And, I mean... Everybody wants someone to love them, you know? Like, so I Mm -hmm. feel like it's still, like, even though it sounds so, I don't know, like, one level, it is true. Like, people relate to that feeling as well. Yeah, definitely. I knew coming on that, like, everyone always says, like, really? Snow is your favorite? And I feel like now I'm even, like, sometimes I don't even want to say that. I mean, I feel like a lot of it started when I was young because of that memory I told everyone about the, you know, sweeping and singing the song. Um, and I feel like I grew up with sisters. We each had our favorite princess. And it was, like, set. Like, that was yeah. my favorite princess. And as an adult, I feel like I have grown to like other princesses. Maybe not necessarily, maybe more on um, certain levels. But I always am like, well, my classically, like, Snow is my favorite. But, you know, I feel like 
I, I do like all their princesses as well. But I feel like she's just so classic. And mm-hmm. with she her is. being first. Um, and my late father, his, she was his favorite. I feel like she's one of Walt's favorites. I kind of always was like, oh, I have... Like, I felt like I had the same favorite as my dad. Like, when we got caricatures at Disney, um, it was me, like, dressed as Snow White. Like, I... Yeah, I don't know. So it's cute. almost like... It's just... Not that it wasn't... I want. I don't want to be like, it wasn't my opinion. It was... <laughs> it just kind of, like, fell it just into happened. my lap, and I ran It's kind of it. like a... Like a nostalgia, you yeah, know? I mean... Sure. Because... Because if I'm, you know, if I'm saying who my favorite, like my favorite classic princess has always been and will always be Cinderella. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, I I like more modern princesses, more for different reasons, but I always go back to, as a child, I watched Cinderella the most. Like, it was my mom's favorite. Yeah, She's my, my mom's, mom's favorite. favorite. Um, so, yeah, it was just kind of, like, I totally, I relate to that just with a different princess, so. Yeah. I felt because, like, like, Cinderella, everything revolves around a prince for Cinderella, too. So it's not well, like... Cinderella went to the ball. She wished to leave the house. She didn't wish for a prince the way that Snow this White necessarily did. She went out and got him. <laughs> we need um, her on, like, every episode. Look at this opposing <laughs> view. I love it. <laughs> no, that's that's a good point. Um, but, yeah, I did it. Like, I felt the pressure to be, like, okay, now I need to say, like, why Snow... Um, is like a wor- like a worthy princess of modern age, but <laughs> I think that she kind of speaks for herself. Once you like really like like you said, um, just reading about her character history and what she go like goes through, kind of like when you're little, you didn't really think of, you didn't think that she was resilient because you were just like, oh, the queen wants to kill her. <laughs> like that's yeah. what you were thinking about, <laughs> not like, wow, look at what she's going through. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. That's the magic of Disney, though. You can grow with it and appreciate it in totally different terms from when you were five to when you're, you know, 27 now, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Um, I guess we kind of touched on this a little bit, but if we want to, like, point out something that we noticed this time around or, like, not necessarily this specific watch because, like, we've been watching these movies for our whole lives right? besides Katie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But just something that you realized during like watching it as an adult, as opposed to watching it as a child, like specifically Snow White. I realized she's a total BA. So I mean, (laughs) (laughs) she is. (laughs) That's all I got. That's all you got. Sarah, do you have, Oh, and then, like, I mean, like we said before, I wouldn't think, like, what do the dwarves do? Why do they do that? Yeah. There's no reason to know. Yeah. But why? (laughs) That, and I feel like it's just such, like, a beautiful film, too. Like, looking at, like, Mm -hmm. just appreciating um, the hand-drawn animation compared to, Mm -hmm. like, animation now. Like, I never realized that when I was young. I miss it, too. Like, I... I feel like that's a popular opinion. Um, yeah. Bring it back. I don't know. I think like looking back and being like every single second or, you know, <laughs> fraction of a second is right. an entirely new drawing. Um, I think that that was like my biggest thing as an adult. Like, whoa, this is a work of art. It's not just a, mm-hmm. a childish cartoon. That that was gonna be what I said yeah I just like realizing (laughs) maybe it's because we're all graphic designers but like um yeah realizing that this was not just a kid's movie with a storyline to it but a literal piece of art I mean to be and the fact that that piece of art was made in 1937 yeah. <laughs> or like even earlier than that, because that's when it debuted and it took a long time right. obviously to make it. Um, and like the whole, I love watching the older animated films, how you can see that like the background is stationary and then like the other moving parts, like they're clearly just animating the one part of it. But you like, can see like what is going to be used in the scene yeah. if you pay attention. Yeah. And <laughs> Which I just cool. I love that about the movies of this time period. Yeah. yeah. I think another like fun fact is 
there's um, Snow White was awarded an honorary Oscar, and it was presented with seven small Oscars by Shirley Temple to Walt Disney. And the footage, like, he looks, you know, happy, but you can kind of tell he's upset um, just by the way he's, like, he finishes a sentence, and it's because he wanted it to win a real Oscar. Like, he was, like, yeah. honorable mention like (laughs) like looking back at it like now there's the entire section of best animated feature obviously it was the only animated feature so (laughs) there wasn't an oscar for that yet but um i always just kind of like that's such an iconic scene used and i feel so bad for walt because he he wanted it to be more than just an honorable mention which i think it totally deserves that and yeah i don't know I guess I think that they I think that the Academy was (laughs) the Academy was probably scared to present an Oscar to that. It would be what I would assume. They were just they were scared to consider like a kid's animated movie to be eligible for Listen, if the best movie of the you're year. you're good, you're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, clearly he changed the industry. Yeah, so like yeah. that was just a stepping stone. Right. So we'll see in future films how that changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So all right. I think that we did it. We did it. Wonderful. First official one in the books. Yeah. It's Such a good one. Crazy. There's so much to Snow White. I know, yes. like, I bet we could have talked for three more hours. <laughs> it's crazy how um, how much you realize you can talk about something, like, stick to one topic and, like, just keep going. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. You know that you have a good thing going when you can, like, hone in like that. Yeah. It's oh, fun. Totally. Um, and I'm so, so excited up. to listen to you guys. I'm, I'm so thankful that you had me on the show, and I'm excited to, well, to watch every week. Or watch, listen. <laughs> we'll record ourselves just for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome back anytime. Yeah. So. Thanks for joining us. I know you. Uh, we texted you and you were like, instant stage fright. <laughs> but I couldn't tell at all. So. Yeah, no, it's good. And honestly, like with this being our first like real episode, not that like last week wasn't a real episode, but like our first delve into a movie, we were just as nervous as you yes. just to like, now that this is like off of our chest, I feel like we have an idea of how we want each episode to go and hopefully they just get better. So feel empowered by snow. Yes. I'm resilient. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Grown up kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google play store, Stitcher, and tune in. And if you'd like to see us on any other podcast listening marketplace, just make sure to let us know because Um, I don't know all of them. So if you guys have a specific one that you'd like to listen on, let us know and we'll make it happen. Um, Make sure that you subscribe wherever you listen, because then you'll be sure to get the latest episode as soon as it's available. And you can also find us on social media and join in on the conversation. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. Also, please email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com and send us your favorite Disney memory. It can be anything Disney-related, whether it is a childhood memory, a memory at any of the Disney parks, or just something related to the movies. Send it our way, and we will be sure to read it on a future episode. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch Pinocchio for next week's episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past, and here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.